0: Hello everybody, and welcome once again to Vineyard Community Church as we continue in the series we're doing called Developing a Disciple's Heart, and uh, we're well into it. I think this is 30 or 31, I, I lost count at some point. But on the upside, um, next week will be the last one in this series. So if you're ready for something new, uh, it's coming. All right, we're at the tail end of this series, and we're we're in the last uh, section of seven uh, that we've talked about these seven sections of Scripture that we've developed into this primer um, have already been pretty well discussed. The first three are about loving God. The second three are about loving others. This last one is about loving ourselves. We've talked about getting focused and getting thankful and getting connected. Uh, then we talked about getting uh, the importance of being encouraging, getting dressed in the spiritual armor. Um, get her done was the section number six. And then this last section is also called get her done. But it's got a question mark in the end of it, and it's get her done, and it's a review. And uh, it's an end-of-the-day reflection to help us learn how to do the next right thing, to uh, to just sort of take five more minutes there at the end of the day. I know I've already asked for 15 or 20 at the beginning, five towards the end of the day, where you just sort of sit quietly with God, and uh, you you sort of look back at the day. In order to um, learn from the day what you did well and what you didn't do so well, and then hopefully you make improvements on it. you know the other day I said something that um, on, a, on a Wednesday evening that you know we often try and compare ourselves to other people, and the problem with those comparisons are either we compare ourselves to somebody that's not doing well at all, and we, we get false pride, or we compare ourselves to people that are doing way better than us, and then we don't feel good at all, so both are not good situations. The reality is, you should really only be comparing, the only comparison you can really make is to um, how you did yesterday, and compare that to today. And I think that's a, that's a reasonable comparison and very helpful, that we always always want to do a little better today than we did yesterday. I'd like to get a little closer to God today, I'd like to you know make better decisions today, I'd like to do the right thing more often today, I'd like to do better than I did yesterday, that's my heart. And that this sort of of end-of-the-day thing helps me to really clue into that and to check in to the process. Last week, as we launched into Hebrews 12, uh, verses 1 through 3, which are the verses that we look at in this, um, we talked about how the enemy really wants to keep us from experiencing the full and abundant life of a disciple, primarily by trying to keep us discouraged and and in the process keeping us self-focused. And we saw last week how faith helps us to stay encouraged and to trust in the Lord. This week we're going to look at Hebrews 12 verses 2 and 3. And I'm going to be talking to you about something that's called the examine of consciousness. So uh, get ready for that. But before we do, just a little, a little something different. And this is a little conversation with God that I thought you might enjoy. Me to God. God... How long is a million years to you? God says, it's but a second, my child. Me. Well, God, how much is a million dollars to you? God, it's but a penny to me. Me. God, can I have a penny? God, just a second. The scripture reading for today. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians 13.5. This is out of the message paraphrase. Test yourselves to make sure you're solid in the faith. Don't drift along taking everything for granted. Give yourselves regular checkups. You need first-hand evidence, not mere hearsay that Jesus Christ is in you. Test it out. If you fail the test, do something about it and blessed be the word of the Lord to me that verse just kind of helps me get ready for an end of the day sort of look at where I'm how I'm doing as a disciple to me that's what this last little bit is all about how am I doing as a disciple because we have said that that's what this whole thing is about like walking as disciples life is found in being a disciple of Jesus real life is found in doing that there's no better life there's nothing else that that even comes close to follow and after Jesus. And we have these pretty simple ideas that we're trying to follow. We're trying to love God, love others, and love ourselves. How are we doing with that? And and we need to evaluate regularly. And I, I, I believe you need to really evaluate at the end of every day. Uh, just to see how you've done. And make that a part of your discipline, if you would, as a disciple. Well, um, I didn't come up with that idea. Uh, it, um, it's been around for a long time in the church. And actually, back in um, the 1500s, a guy named Ignatius of Loyola came out with something that he called the Examen of consciousness, the Examen of consciousness. So it's been around for a long time. And what he did is he believed that it helped people align with God's will and look for God in all things, including nature, scripture, and one's own heart. And he encouraged people to practice the examine at the end of every day. So it's a spiritual discipline that helps us uh, to live by doing the next right thing by taking time at the end of the day to examine how the day went. And as we get started, I want you to remember, um, and this is what I always think about. Remember when we started this whole process, we talked about the throne room of God, Hebrews 10:19 through 25, all those verses were about the, the privilege we had of connecting with God in the throne room and being with him. Well, I like these verses in Hebrews 12, one through 3, because it puts us right back there in the throne room at the end of the day. We've been there all along, but it's a reminder. Hebrews 12, 2 and 3. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinful men, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. So I, I I think about these verses in Hebrews 12:1 through 3, you know the great cloud of witnesses, throwing off everything that that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and now you know I'm getting my eyes on Jesus back there in the throne room of God. I have access because of Him, and He's there, and and I'm, I I think about all that He went through in life so that I could have this access, and then I just begin there with with God to sort of get honest about the day, and and so I have five things that that uh, I'm going to talk to you about in this examine of consciousness today that I think are very, very helpful. First one is this. You need to become aware of God's presence. So you get to the end of the day, and if you if you sort of, you know, it's sometimes the day's crazy, I get it, and everything's been going on and you've been busy, But so you need to become aware of the fact that, that you're in the presence of God. Again, Hebrews 12, 2, Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him, Endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. So we're we're in the presence of God in the most holy place. Um, back to where we started the day. We're back there, and in and with that understanding, you need to start looking back on the events of the day, and and you just start kind of reflecting on the day. And, and I like to start, because I, this is foundational everything, we talked about this, second point, I like to review the day with gratitude. I, I like to start this whole process with gratitude. First Thessalonians 5.18, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So, so there in the beginning, just take a, a little bit of time, and, and I, I, I give thanks to God for all the ways that he's moved in my life during that day. And I like to think about little things that um, sort of made me feel glad during the day. Um, you know, you like like the smell of early morning coffee. You know, no, so it's a good. I mean, it's a good, honest life thing. You know what I mean? If you like coffee, if you don't like coffee, then it's like ew. But it's it's you know, or um, it it could be like uh, uh, hearing a child laugh. Or, or uh, you know, a connection sometimes with one of my grandkids and just the look that they give me sometimes. Or, you know, how funny it is sometimes when they won't give me any looks at all because they do that shy thing. Or the other day I had the I had the great fun. There's a picture on Facebook right now where I've got both my grandkids in my lap. And here's the wildest thing that happened behind that picture. I went over and was talking with Sarah and I wasn't really paying them any attention. You know, because normally they play shy. and So I just was kind of talking with Sarah and we were having a nice discussion and we were sitting there at the table and they were running around. And because I wasn't paying them any attention, they came over and sat in my lap, both of them. First Avery came running over, did the hand thing, so I picked her up. And then Sam was like, oh, okay. And so so now I have them both in my lap. And I thought, okay, now I know how this happens. I just had to run in and ignore them instead of the normal fuss I make. Hey, how are you guys? Good to see you. Come and give me hugs. And they go, ah, and they run away. So... Uh, so I did the exact opposite and and got the... But see, um, that's a gift uh, in the day. There's a lot of little things like that that are gifts and sometimes we don't stop and, and think about them the way that we that we should. Um, I like thinking about uh, the playfulness of my dog sometimes and, and just the attention that my dog will give me. Sometimes I'll laugh about, we have this cat now that we sort of inherited that used to be Doug's cat. And it's kind of the whole house cat now. And the cat's just such a typical cat that it makes me laugh. You know, it so thinks it's in charge and will grace me early in the morning. I get up very early in the mornings. Um, and, and I'm the only one up, and it's pitch black out. I'm usually up well before 5 in the morning. And I go sit out and get my day started with hanging out with God. And uh, I take I take plenty of time in doing that. And the cat will always come out, first one to greet me in the morning. And she comes out and she gets about five minutes where she just purring and she won't leave me alone. And then she's like, okay, I'm done with you. And I don't see her anymore. But I get a kick out of that because it's fun to watch that happen. Um, I, I like to think about conversations that I had with family and friends. See, I, I I start thinking about those things and remember that every single event has been a gift from God in my day. It doesn't take long to start there. This, this, this whole thing takes very little time, but just start. It makes me feel good. Now... What I do is the third thing uh, is you have to ask for God's help in taking this a little deeper. John sixteen thirteen. But when He, the Spirit of Truth, comes, He will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on His own. He will speak only what He hears, and He will tell you what is yet to come. And so, at this point, you know. I'm, I'm, so I'm, I know I'm in God's presence, and I've, and I've been thankful. Um, for everything that I could, you know, uh, think of, or a lot of the things I could think of. And now now I just stop, and I get honest, and I say, God, would you help me to look clearly at the events of my day? and And would you help me to look fearlessly and honestly at my life? Having said that, I want you to know that this is in no way a beat-yourself-up session. This is a grace-filled time with God, just kind of checking in to see how you did as a disciple that day, so that you can improve on it the next day. That's what this is all about. If you beat yourself up, because if you're honest with yourself, um, like I am, you will see that there's often times when you you absolutely did not do or move in the right direction. Um, You got selfish, you got self-focused, and you missed opportunities. And you're not to beat yourself up over them because that will just throw you into guilt and shame and then you won't go back to it. You just go, ah, yeah. I got a clearer look at it now. I should have, you know, this would have been an opportunity to do something different. And you can't dwell too much on it because you can't get past it, but, but looking at it will help you the next day. So that's what this is all about because you'll go, you know what? If that, that sort of opportunity comes up again, I don't want to dismiss it or miss it completely because I'm so wrapped up in everything else. And so I just ask him that that I'm going to need help, grace-filled help to look at my life. And then I do the fourth thing which is I run the tape of my day. You can do that. Um, that's, that's why you really have to do this every day if you're like me. By the time I wake up the next day, I have forgotten the previous day. I consider that grace or mercy or something, but I really believe in a new start every day, and I take one. And the people bring up stuff that happened yesterday, I'll be like, yeah, not a clue. Um, sometimes people think I remember everything. They'll have a discussion with me three, four years in the past, and I know it was really important to them. And it's not that I didn't think it was important. The time I did, I prayed for it. It's gone. I don't care. I can't. And they'll say, do you remember when I talked to you about? Uh-uh. <laughs> don't you... Uh, uh, yeah, give me give me more. <laughs> no. Let's start over. So I need to dig into this um, really at the end of the day, and it's still fresh in my brain. Second uh, Corinthians 13, 5, examine yourselves to see whether you're in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not realize that Jesus Christ is in you unless, of course, you fail the test? I know he's in me, but I need to take a look and see what's going on in my life. And so, and then I, I just ask, God, I need your help now. Would you just let me see the day as it kind of went through, and I start playing it through in my mind. And I, I'm looking for good and bad stuff. I'm looking for opportunities when I actually, you know, absolutely saw something happen, saw God at work, stepped into it, saw the kingdom break through, and knew there were neat things happening. I love to think about things when I see God so at work. Where things is happening, you so know it was God. It was beyond coincidence. It was, it was, uh, you know, just the movement of something. Um, I, I know this happens to me and I, I know it happens to, to you as well. I'll, I'll start thinking about something. In my life and something will happen that I hadn't even spoken out yet and God has moved into it already sometimes. I'm fascinated by that. Uh, you know, or a, a problem will present itself and I'll begin to pray about it and I'll watch a solution happen that I didn't make happen. I love that. I can't tell you times when people have come to me and just, it was such a God moment that it happens, you know, it happens all the time, and I never want to take those for granted. I just flashed on one that I'll, I'll share with you, because I, I, I've, I've had a lot of these, but this, this happened some years ago, but it's one of my favorite stories, um, and I guess because we're thinking about it now. In, in November, we do a big thing the night before Thanksgiving here, where, and most of you know this if you haven't been, we, we, uh, we deep fry massive amounts of turkeys, and we feed as many people in the community as we can get in the building. We do it all free, have everybody in the church bring side dishes, it's a great night, we have a concert, it's a lot of fun. Well, the first time we ever did that, I had the idea, um, uh, it was uh, Ed and I uh, did it, and we deep fried 12 turkeys, and um, it was a major undertaking for us, it was a task, it was a lot of hard work, and yet the event was very successful, I knew we had to do it again, but I was dreading it. You ever feel like that? Ah, I can't believe it went so well, we have no choice but to do it again, but... But I was already, I was already in my mind dreading getting those turkeys cooked, and I'm like, we're gonna have to do more turkeys. So anyway, um, I'm, I'm, I'm at church one. I think it was, maybe it was an afternoon. We were doing practice band. Doug was there. We were practicing one of the worship teams, and a guy walks into church. I don't know who he is. I have never seen him. And uh, he kind of walks up, and he, he says, I'm looking for Pastor Steve. And I said, Well, that's me. How are you? And he, he said, I'm good, thank you. He said, "Um, Listen, I'm a professional turkey fryer. And I want to help you at your next night of thanks. I said, like, get out of here. I said, well, what, you know, what, what does a professional turkey fryer cost? Oh, I'll do it for free. Really? I'm like, well, you're hired. <laughs> and, uh, I, I told, uh, when the band left, or when he, when he left, I, I, I looked around and said, to the guy that might have been an angel. <laughs> a turkey frying angel might have just shown up and he's coming back. Um, and he's really a great guy, he's no angel, but um, <laughs> uh, do you know from that time, he's virtually been in our church every Sunday ever since, he's always here every Sunday morning, it, come whatever the weather, he was here this last Sunday morning, I mean he just shows up and uh, is a part, but do you, that's, that's so, I hadn't even started voicing my complaints and God fixes it. Now, he doesn't do that on every situation, but I'm, sur- I'm amazed at how many times something will come up and I'll, I'll just think to myself, oh God, we really need to fix that. And, and shortly thereafter, someone will come and say, hey, you know, uh, I was just thinking that I should probably take care of that. Really? See, God's at work. So I like to think about that stuff at the end of every day because it just reminds me of who, how he is. Now, at the same time, um, I, I want to think about All the good stuff, you know, did I really, did I pray for anybody that day? Did I encourage anybody that day? How'd I do, you know, with my Bible reading that day? Did I stay on top of things? And then also, where did I miss it? What opportunities did I have where I could probably made a difference with the kingdom that day, and I just didn't? And what can I do differently? You know, why didn't I? What was that all about? Um... Where where did I miss the full and abundant life of a disciple because I was really caught up in, in discouragement or distraction or in selfishness or in busyness and I ask and and there are multitudes of times during the day when that's the case and I, I get honest with that and I, I jot those things down too again this really doesn't take long I'm not talking about a long period of time just getting honest with God in the process and then um, we've already been doing it but uh, the the fifth point is that then I you know I try and talk with God. About the stuff that was good, you know, I've already thanked him for some things. Anything else I thought of that I can thank him for? And then, you know, stuff that I messed up. Oh God, I'm sorry, I messed that up big. And you know, I usually ask him, "Would you give me another opportunity tomorrow? Because I I want, I want another chance. Will you, will you give me divine appointments tomorrow that I I see and and step into, God? I want to see Your kingdom come in my life and the life of others. And I want, I want to embrace the process. So I have a, just call it a heart-to-heart there with God. And you know maybe something i learned about myself i can share with him and and uh, and then I, I i really try and resolve at that point to move forward in action because i see the the thing is about i don't want to dwell too much on the past there's not i can learn from it and then i let it go because if you get stuck there you get stuck there bad and we don't live in that you know, that's, it is what it is. You learn from it and you're ready to move forward. Philippians 3:13 and 14 says this, Brothers, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. One thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. So I try and end my day. Okay, this, all the mess. God, forgive me for the stuff that, you know, was was not right. Thank you for the stuff that was right and help me do better tomorrow. And I'm I'm not going to live in the past. I learned from it. That's, that's all I need to take from it. Now I want to press on to what you have. And then I, I really like to end that little time um, with with. And a lot of you know this prayer. It's, it's called the the Serenity Prayer. I think it's a great way to end a little bit of process with God. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And then I'm I'm sort of finished for the night. I'm ready for. For bed. I've let most of it go. I find, for those of you that, um, have, have trouble turning your brain off at night, I don't know how many of that impacts, it really helps me to shut down. But let it go. And I don't have to keep whirling it over and over and over again. I've let it go. I've dealt with it. I've got with God before it. I've asked for forgiveness. I've thanked Him for the good stuff. I'm gonna learn from it. And, and, um, I also find it helps when I do that. I, I, the stuff that I want to work on tomorrow, or need to pray for tomorrow, I just jot that down. And, uh, and then I've got it when I go tomorrow. Um, next week, I'll be showing you how all these things are already on the website for you to use. And they're hooked up in such a way that you can type right into the site and it will email it to you and you'll have it in the morning. You're the only one that'll ever see it. It's a completely private email. So both of these things are there with text boxes. You type in the first part that we do. At the end of the day, you come back and do that. It's there and the next day I open, I pop open my email because I told you I start with a new day. <laughs> I, what was that about last night? I forgot. Boom, read me. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. And then, uh, oh, that's why I wanted to pray about this. And then I launch into the new day. And it really helps to get focused. Look, the most life is found in being a disciple of Jesus. And we just can't take it for granted. Like, it's just going to keep coming if we don't make some movement on our part. I, it's not a push-button thing where it just comes at us. This is something that we develop and we nurture. And my hope is, after all these weeks, you'll say, okay, I'm going to give it a whirl. And 15 minutes early, five minutes late, and it'll make a difference in your life. And you'll find that you have more time, not less, as you start to plug into it. So that's my hope, and that's my encouragement for all of you. And uh, next week, we're going to kind of do a summary of the whole thing, and uh, then we'll we'll move on to a new series. Uh, and in case you wonder, the new series is going to be called Staying Present in the Presence. And... Uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be good. So that's what I've been working on myself. Okay, so um, if you're watching on video or on television, thank you so much for spending your valuable time with us. We hope you'll come back and, and uh, tune back in and check in the other stuff that's going on. If there's anything that we can do, you need prayer for anything, why don't you visit our website and, and uh, send us a prayer request and we'll be happy to pray for you. You can call us. But thanks again for spending this time with us and we're going to close with that here this evening.